Awesome. Well, we're recording now. So happy Friday it is to everybody. Um, my name is Tammy Lynn Connors, in case you don't know. And this is my podcast and my YouTube channel called Hope, Helping Other People Evolve. My whole goal in all of this is just to offer hope to others that are going through a struggle to help them to get to a strength, to help others know that they're not alone in the struggles that they go through. You know, I always say that my struggles might not be the same as your struggles, but what I've been through, I am able to offer hope. So I'm always looking for new people and God has a way of just putting people in my life. And I came across Alberto. Hi, Alberto. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great. So I came across him on TikTok, which, you know, people are like, oh, you're on TikTok. Listen, I'm always searching. I'm always looking for those stories. And I just kind of, there's something about him that I was like, oh, look at, he's got a nice, I'm always like, oh, they got a nice smile and this positive vibe. So that's kind of where I went with that. And I saw that he posted on there something about that he wanted to be a speaker. So I messaged him and kind of asked him, you know, what, what kind of speaking do you want to do? And you told me motivational speaking, right? Yes. And inspire right. younger people. And you are young, so that's cool. He's 25, so to have that motivation is awesome. So we chatted last week, and I was like, okay, will you will you share on my podcast with us? And he he was willing and able to do that. So I'm super excited to have you on here today. So I know that you said um I think like it was at four years old that you moved to the United States. Yeah, four years old. I moved to the United States, start off in uh Highwood, Montana is like two hours outside of uh, Great Falls. Okay. And where were you Where were you from at four years old? Where at were you four years old, I was born in La Chorreta, Panama. Okay. Okay. And you said you still have family there, correct? Yeah. Most yeah. of my family is still out there. Okay. Yeah. And you said that um, your father, your stepfather, you call him your father, um, has raised you. And um, that's so awesome. My stepdad has been in my life since I was two months old. That's all I've known. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's great, though. That's a great, great man that's raised you. And I, I can tell just from your attitude and things that that's helped you a lot through your life. I know that you said you um, had some struggles with your mom. Um, if you want to maybe, I guess what I'll let you do is you kind of shared with me like some struggles that you went through a really traumatic time in your life that you that you were reaching out for help. And if you could just like share all of that with all of us, and then we can go into, you know, what you're, what you're doing now to, to help others. Okay. Um, let's see, where do I, I mean, it, it pretty much all started off when I was about 11 years old and my parents, my stepdad and my mom got divorced and we moved into this trailer park and that's when my mom became practically a raging alcoholic. And that's where, the mental and the physical abuse really started to begin. And one thing led to another to a night where my mom honestly really, really beat me up really bad to where I had to walk from her friend's house all the way to one of my good friends' house in my own blood beat up, which led me that next day. I remember going to school, but until that point, I remember I, I never would like after stuff like that, I would never go to school. I usually would have avoided it, but because I was at my friend's house, I went to school that next day. And I remember they immediately called me to the office and they took photos of me and they're asking me a whole bunch of questions. And at this point, I didn't really understand. I was so used to all this that was going on. I thought it was normal. I never thought anything different of it. And that same week, I remember just literally going through school. Then I remember I was taking my final that same weekend and that not even a week later, 
I'm in the courthouse. My dad already filed for custody and I moved to Aurora, Colorado all in that same week Wow! for something that I, like I said, I didn't think anything different of it. So then that led into about my first year coming into my sophomore year of high school. And because I thought all these things were so normal, I didn't like, I didn't think anything of it. And so I started seeing what everybody else was doing and what it was regular to everybody else and how my dad was treating me and getting all this freedom of just getting to do what I want and express myself how I want. I, I was shocked. I didn't, I didn't know anything or I wasn't accustomed to even remotely getting to express myself like this. I was just used to, I went to school and I came home until I was 15 years old. So I was, I was like, what am I supposed to do with all this time? What am I supposed to do with this gap? And it really was a time where I really sat down with myself and like, I started reflecting on everything and understanding that what happened wasn't okay. But I had, I still didn't talk to anybody at this point. I was still just mentally going through all this by myself to the point to where I honestly, I didn't really know who I was. I didn't know what was going on. And then I remember, as I told you, I went through a good six month phase half towards the half, second half of my high school where I literally stuck a revolver in my mouth and I was just like, if I'm supposed to go, take me. If I'm supposed to go, take me. And I went through that for six months to one day I was just like, all right, well, I can't die. Whatever the heck is keeping me here, it's not letting me just go. It's not taking me by chance. And that's when I decided to shoot myself in the shoulder because I understood I was going through so much with myself that I needed help. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know do. I didn't understand anything other than I was used to conflict, aggression, and a lot of anger outbursts. I didn't know anything else different. So I, I shot myself in the shoulder, not with the intent of really killing myself or anything. I was just like, I need help. I need to get out of this. And then that's when I started going through therapy, and it was just, it was so much. I mean, I was just so overwhelmed because I didn't know what to do with any of this. I didn't. It was different. Yeah. So learning these stages of like expressing myself was a huge hump for me to to the point where that same year, my sophomore year, I got through. I think I got through my first. I got through that summer and then I got halfway through my junior year of high school and I dropped out of high school because I had so much social anxiety. I didn't I still didn't understand how to process myself amongst having to still function in in school and I'm just seeing everybody in high school just like regularly going through things and I'm like you guys don't y'all don't even really know and I'm over here just I'm battling all these things to the point where I gave up my love for playing basketball and I practically just let everything go because I just I didn't know I couldn't write I couldn't read I just I couldn't function whatsoever because of these emotional blocks (sighs) then Yeah, it was it was a lot. And to be honest, I really didn't come out of those emotional blocks until till my mom passed away. I didn't. I for some reason I couldn't let it go. I didn't want to forgive her. I didn't want to forgive my parents for the circumstance and everything that I went through and the abuse. And I went through such a dark mindset of just like, why is the world doing this to me? Why me? I do not understand why this was burdened onto me. And it made me hate everything and everybody to where I didn't want to go be out in the world. I didn't want to go associate with anybody. I was like, you guys will never know me. You guys will never understand. 
I was just in this, in this rut. Yeah, that's, that's when you get in that dark place, it's hard. And especially I feel like when we get in that dark place of the why me, why it, do I have to be the one that's going through this? And you look at the world and they're smiling and they're happy and they're socializing and they're doing all these things. And you're like, but what about me? Why do I have to go through this? And why can't I be that person? But little do we know that a lot of those people are struggling too. And that, and they're just, they're faking through it, right? They're just smiling through it. And unfortunately, a lot of people will never find what you found. You know, I know you, you, you shared with me about your mom. You shared a little bit more today than, than I knew before, but you know, just, just in that aspect, you know, and me coming from, I mean, I was an alcoholic too. I mean, I don't, I didn't beat my son, but he definitely suffered through that too, you know? And I know when we were talking and you just mentioned, you know, you really didn't start coming out of this place until your, your mom passed away, which was, was that 2019 you said? Yep. That would be right at the end, December, I want to say it was December 16th, 2019. Yeah. So, and then that's when you had to, I maybe, I feel like sometimes what we do is we can take that focus off of us when we're in our why me and our, our, we'll just go with a pity, which it really isn't. We just don't know any different, but we can put that focus on somebody else and blame somebody else and not look in the mirror at ourselves. So for me, that's been like the biggest thing for me too, is actually walking to the mirror, looking in the mirror and not always loving what I see in there, but taking that look at myself and and really reflecting on who I am. And I know you shared with me a little bit of um, through all of your maybe life, I don't know, but you always wanted your mom to be proud of you. you yeah. know? And and whether, you know, our moms are our moms, no matter what, right? No matter what they do to us, no matter what hurt we go through, our mom is our mom, right? Yeah. And to make our parents proud is what I feel like all of us, that's what we want to do, right? And so I know that I said to you when we were talking last week, like just listening to you and talking to you, knowing that your mom is proud. And you shared a little bit of something about that. Do you mind sharing that with all of us? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm like, I started to really self-reflect back in, I want to say this was back in like January this year, because I was doing a little bit of traveling and I was just going out into doing experiences without any of my friends, without anybody that I have got myself to. I was like, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to go meet people and I'm going to go see what I go do. And I finally got to a point where I don't know what it was and I don't know what it hit me really, but I sat there and I was like, I'm proud of myself. And then I had a dream literally like two months ago and my mom came to me and she was like, she was like, now that you've told yourself that you are proud of yourself, now I'm going to tell you that I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, yeah. And I was just when I started to realize, I'm like, all these things I was looking outwards for, I needed to look in within myself. Mm-hmm. And that, that's huge. That's that's I think that's like an epitome that you come to. Right. Like, oh, my goodness. All this time I've been searching when everything is really inside of us. Yeah. But we don't learn that, you know, nobody tells us that story. You know, I I did that interview with AJ the other day, and I'm pretty sure that you watched it too, but nobody tells us that story, right? Nobody tells us. They just tell us the stories of the way that things should be, but nobody really tells us that actually it all comes from us and that's where we have to start. And for you at such a young age, I mean, honestly, to learn that, 
like I've just recently been learning all of this and I double your age plus some. So it's, <laughs> but it's so cool to me that you're out here and, and that you're willing to share your story of hope to help others. And especially in this younger generation that we're in, you know, and oh, yeah. I, I know you're going to go so far with all of this. What is, what is really like your hope in, in your future with, with sharing your story? Is I want I want to help other people liberate themselves from their own doings of their selfishness because I understand I was ashamed of shooting myself that I wouldn't tell anybody I literally would tell everybody that somebody else shot me I would I would run with that narrative the whole time because I was so ashamed of what I did because I didn't think it was right and my thing is I'm like as I've branched out and exposed myself on TikTok and really gotten to know everybody one-on-one, a lot of people go through that same shame and guilt of things that they've done. And I, they got to understand that life keeps going. And I'm like, all you can do with those things is help other people understand that it's it's still okay. You're still seen, you're still worthy. You're still worthy of love and being cared for amongst those things. So I want to help other people liberate themselves and not feel like they're in a box or they're in this cage with all these emotions, understand all these emotions that you feel are real and it is okay to let them out and express them. And you shouldn't feel ashamed or guilty because you feel like you want you want to take your life at one point or anything else. Because I, that's what society got into. It made me feel like it was wrong for me to think and feel this way, but it wasn't that it was my doing that I felt that way. It was an outcome of everything else that was around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I let put me into this box. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I reach out with my own story to help other people because I understand what my image and how I am. And I'm like, and I and I can put myself out there now because I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. I'm like, those judgments of other people don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's that what you just said. Those judgments of other people do not matter. And that to me is huge. I um you know, I feel like, well, everybody, anybody that knows me on here knows that, that my belief is in God. And I believe that he is, is the judge. He is the judge of all judges. And that's who will, will judge me, you know, when my day comes. And, um, it's unfortunate that people do judge us, you know, whether, whether it's because of you shooting your shoulder, you know, or you even talking about, you know, having a revolver in your mouth. I mean, that, that like my heart went, oh, when you told me that. And I thought, man, just to think of the struggle that you were going through, but the strength that you have to get out here and share that with somebody, because who knows, somebody might watch this, right? That's that even younger, older, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter our age in this and be like that, like every day, like getting up out of bed and saying, I don't even want to go through life today. I'd rather just die. And maybe just hearing your story or another story that we share of hope that might get them like, wait a minute. If Alberto went through this and he's still here and he's smiling and he wants to help other people, maybe I can find my strength within myself to get up there. And then one day I can share my story of hope. And I there's so much, there's so much beauty in life that people oversee and they overlook because they're only looking at what they got going on and understand there's, there's a whole plethora of things going on in this world. There's so much stones to overturn and look to really see the beauty in things. And unless you, as I've gotten to know, unless you're really going to go out here and turn every stone, there's no reason to feel that way. Yeah. Life has too much to offer. There's so much beauty in life. I love, love, love that, what you just said. And and I, I'm just so 
thankful that I came across you on TikTok. And um, because I feel like we now have a friendship that will last forever. You know, oh, yeah. I'm always going to know you. Yes. And I know that, you know, your goal is to speak on stages. My goal is to speak on stages. So I feel like one day we're going to be on the stage together. <laughs> oh, we are for sure. I agree. You know, and, and, and that's what, what the hope in all of this is, is just to be able to let people know that don't be ashamed of your story, you know, heal from your story, heal from your struggles and then share it because yep. I feel like, so this is my feeling on this. And I talk about this a lot with a lot of my struggles. You know, I feel like God gave me, got me through it for a reason. And the reason isn't to keep that inside me. No. That reason is to share it with others because there's so many out there struggling with things. Oh, there's no need to limit yourself. Right. Right. So God didn't put these, these struggles on you for, to hold you back. He did that to, so that you can go further into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, everybody that anybody that's on social media that's showing their highlight reels, their life is rainbows, unicorns, but it's not. And that's why I like to do this to share, you know, yeah, we might be out there, we might be showing like positivity and things that make you think a little bit. But that doesn't mean that life isn't struggling for us too at times. But what we've learned is how to get through those struggles. And, oh, yeah. that's, um... and that's by sharing with other people. Right, that's one of the things like I don't initially I'm like, I understand how my I get judged and like, like, I know what I post on all my social media. I know how positive I am everywhere, but I generally find it super cool for those people that genuinely want to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, this ain't this ain't all sugary and rainbows over here. Right. I'm like, I got a whole bunch of baggage back there, but I carry that very well. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's not going to determine who I'm going to be in this world and what mark I want to leave. Yes. Yes. That's I'm awesome. not going to continue to be a product of everything that's happened to me. I'm going to take all that and still make it beautiful. Right. Right. That's that's awesome. You know, I've always said that, too, just like um, being a single mom and raising my son that I never wanted him to be a statistic. Right. So that was like my goal is like he's not going to be a statistic. <laughs> And he has turned out to be a fine young man, but I wasn't going to let that define me, you know, just being a single mom. And so, and it's all up to us, honestly, at the end of the day, what we're going to do with it, right? We could sit here and we could share our hope with others, but at the end of the day, you have to take that first step, man. I know that those stairs look so high and I know those mountains look so big, but if you just take that first little step and then the next step, it just gets easier and you might fall backwards and it's okay if you fall backwards. You get right back up again. And I love to use this analogy that I've heard a lot lately. And it's of a child when we started walking, right? Let's just say you're 11 months old and you you start walking and you fall down. You don't stay down as a child. You just don't have that fear or a failure, right? So you nope. get back up and you keep trying. What happens, I think, as we progress in life and the older we get is we are so afraid of failing in front of people that we would rather stay back and do nothing. When you fail, it's good. You just keep going and you learn and you just keep going. So for you out there that are struggling, man, I'm telling you, when you listen to Alberto's story here, it is a story of hope, a story that he struggled. I mean, you're talking about a kid that put a revolver in his mouth for quite a while on a daily basis. Like either I'm going today or I'm not. And God was like, dude, you're not going anywhere. You have, I have big plans for you. You know, but God has big plans for all of us. And, you know, we just need to, to, open our hearts, open our minds and just listen to what our calling is and what, what God's plan is for us. 
So um, I want, do you, do you have like, what is your TikTok name on there? Is there a way people can find you there? Um, uh, let's see. And you might as well look up your Instagram too. I actually. Yeah, actually my TikTok is at K1NGB3RT. And then I know my Instagram is underscore King underscore B3RTO underscore. RT. Okay, I wrote those down too. I can put those in the comments. But, so. I, mean, I usually tell people, even from my TikTok, to add me on Instagram. It's easier for me to hit people up on Instagram. My TikTok is. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a little bit harder weeding people in and out on there because I'm like, so many people come at me from so many different directions. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm glad that I came across your TikTok. I don't know how it happened. I just say it was God. I always say that he does amazing things and um, I'm just blessed and honored to know you. And I just can't wait. I'm sure we'll do an interview again before we're on the stage of speaking, but we will be on oh, stage yeah. speaking I'm, together. I'm equally as grateful to have known you because I'm like, I told you I want to start my YouTube on my podcast. This is my first podcast exposure. I'm like, I know what to expect. I'm like, I'm nervous as hell, but what? You I'm just going to I'm, like, I'm here. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is, this is just the start to start to the beginning. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. And I, I mentioned to you that I'm planning on doing my hashtag 50 states of hope. And now that I know you, I that'll be one of my states I can go visit. Oh, yeah. When you come to Colorado, I'm like, hit me up. Right. That's right. Oh, I will for sure. So is there anything that you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, Just to anybody that's here, don't give up. It ain't worth it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Life, life ain't never going to stop getting, it ain't going to get easier. It's always going to be hard. That's right. But I'm like, at the end of the day, sit down, tell yourself who you are and show the world who you are. Yes. And don't stop. Don't let nobody tell you anything. Don't let nobody limit you because all of it is possible. And it all starts up here. That's right. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking time out of your morning um, and chatting with me. I'm going to go ahead and hit stop on this. You don't have to go anywhere, though. We can chat more. Okay. All right.